Yo. How'd it sound? Yeah, everything good. Okay. All right, good to go? I'm good to go. I'm ready. All right, Chons. It is late Saturday afternoon, but Yoni actually came through, so we're doing a podcast. This is Narf. What's up, Yoni? Narf, what's up? Nothing much, man. I did not think you were going to come through for me today. Oh, God, that's a dog. Yeah, fuck. Uh, all right, well, hopefully she'll stop barking. Nope. <laughs> we, we, we can power through. I'm, I'm at home. I'm not at work. So these are the distractions of life. What kind of dog is that? Uh, a mini poodle mix. That sounds terrible. It's a really manly style of dog to get. Did you, did you decide to get that or was it your wife? Uh, it was not me. Your wife's name is Jess? Yeah. Okay. So Jess convinced you to get it? Or like, did you need a lot of convincing to get the dog or, or what? It was... I don't mind. Like I like dogs. I don't mind having a dog. Um, she wanted a dog. It was a good time to give her a win in our relationship, so I did not fight it. So it was like brownie points. Yeah. Thankfully, my wife and I are on the same page about animals. We have, we have, we 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 created two animals ourselves, and we want no uh, no non-human animals in our lives. I like dogs too, but just ha- like the the thought of caring for one and. Picking up some other living creature's shit nonstop is just like nauseating to me. So yeah, we did we you, do. Like, did you ever have a dog growing up? I had a dog growing up, and it was like a fine experience. But like, um, I don't know. I used like my parents just take it, walk it, um, pick up its shit. Um, I don't know. And like, I'll always like like if I'm at somebody's house and there's like a dog, I'll like pet it and like you know roughhouse with it and like you know that's so nice of you yoni i like dogs but i don't i just don't ever want to like be responsible for one like for example my it's way easier than being responsible for kids you can leave the dog at home all day well but you can't like take a dog on vacation with you so thus you need to like you know make provisions for what you're going to do with this animal which has an iq of you know like one and um, I, I don't know to like, it, I just have this impression that it kind of like dictates your life in a way that like kids don't, which is kind of weird because yeah, you're right. You can leave it at home all day, but still, I feel like it has a bigger like control of your life than kids do. I, I don't know. It, it does have control of our life. I don't have kids, so I cannot really compare them. I can't imagine that's true though. Um, but like, I, I get your point of you can't just like take it on vacation with you. But other than that, I think it's probably easier in every other category. I mean, I, my my kids flush their own shit, but I think you Fine. have to... One other category. Okay. I mean... Okay. I, I mean, basically, getting a dog is a stalling tactic towards getting kids. So I'm, I'm fine with the dog right now. Do you not want kids at this moment? At this moment? Fuck no. This moment, I just want to do a podcast with you. Well, that's that's all I'm interested in right now as well. So, all right. Did you did you listen to the Hudson podcast? I listen to all the podcasts. It's like um, I know I, I I didn't even need to ask that. You know you know this about me like like the uh, these uh, Legends of Tron podcasts are like the highlight of my week. Um, I don't know why you like why you and everybody poo poo Anton's presence on these podcasts because well I think Anton's like obviously very. Um, witty and smart i like how he makes fun of you i like how he makes fun of everybody um so like just 
for you and for everybody, I, I am a proponent of like more Anton. And if, you know, um, if he's just like the default fallback, nobody else is available. Like, like let's have more Anton. I, I could always do for more Anton in my life. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I listened to, to Hudson's podcast. So- so the Hudson podcast has been getting really bad ratings. Like, I can't figure it out. Was there something off about it? It seemed fine to me. I mean, um, nothing like earth-shattering happened. Nothing particularly funny happened. There was no, like, um, you know, um, yeah, nothing controversial was said. Uh, so it was just boring, you're saying? I think in terms of like all Legends of Tron podcasts, it was like not one of the better ones, but it it's all like entertaining to me. I, I well, you're, you're a real fan. I appreciate it. Yeah, these podcasts are like legendary. Like like, <laughs> allow me to talk about my quote unquote other league for a second in the in the context of like this league being way better. Like my friends at work with whom I do the other league. They're like super jealous and they're like amazed that like I have a friend or friends who like can even like make a podcast and the fact that like um, I have to co-host once or twice or three times a year, um, they think it's amazing and they think it's awesome. Do you uh, play the podcast that you co-host for your other friends? They know they know that um, they know what the iTunes um, you know channel is. Yep. So I don't. I, I doubt they've ever like taken the time to listen. But I've told them if they really want to, they can hear me. Uh, they can hear me on, on the internet if, if they want to. Yeah. To talk about a different fantasy football league, which, you know, <laughs> I don't know how exciting that is. That I mean, that's fair. Although we are a very exciting league. Yeah, we got to like a bad start. I've been saying for years that if I won more games, I'd do more media. But it hasn't quite worked out that way this year. Um, but I think the next couple of weeks, I've already got guests. Just lined up, so we should be good. Well, you barely got me. I'm sorry for uh, for the lack of communication. This afternoon, I was um, I was being uh, domestic and finishing uh, an outdoor project. I'm building a I'm building a paper patio in the back of my house. What's a paper patio? Like a patio, like with pavers that you like. It's a patio. Where does the paper part come in? Paver, paver, P-A-V-E-R, paver. Oh, I thought you were like making like paper mache or like sta- oh. stapling newspaper to a wall or something. Paver stones. Oh. Paver. Are you good at like home improvement type stuffs? Um, if it was up to me to like come up with plans and ideas, I don't think it would come out well. But like I'm very good at reading the internet and um, kind of like taking a whole bunch of people's ideas on the internet and kind of uh, picking and choosing uh, the parts of those plans that I like. Um, so I just read a lot. I read a lot about like how to do a paper patio and, um, you know, picked and chose the things that I thought were important and uh, I did it and it's coming out spectacularly. You should send pictures to the league. I'm sure everyone's dying to see. What I would rather do as far as proving that I can build a paper patio is have people see it in person. I felt like I knew you where you were going with that one. Well, I felt like I knew where you were going with that question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stop barking. Okay. What's that animal? What's that mini poodle's name? Lemon. Lemon. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. What's stupid about that? I don't know. It's just like, 
I, why you're <laughs> you're responsible for another like in, like uh? You named your actual kid after Eli Manning. This is not worse than that. Uh, Eli Manning won the Super Bowl like two months after. He, no, one month after he was born. So yeah. All right. Well, Eli Manning won a Super Bowl in honor of my child. Is the way I look at it. Fair. Oh, it's all it's all the same. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz and the Eagles are gonna fucking like we could win the Super Bowl this year, but. Like, I would be scared about the future of the NFC East if I were you. Because, like, Prescott and Wentz are good. Do you know when I've heard that before? Every From everyone everywhere? No. Um, this guy named uh, Robert Griffin III was supposed to terrorize the NFC East for, like, 15 years. And yeah. now, uh, like, uh, you know, three quarters of a season. Yeah. But what's wrong, like, so what's wrong with Eli and Odell? They, they hate each other, don't they? Oh man, um, I have a I have this like really sinking feeling that it's like not going to end well for Odell. Is it him? Ju- like, is it all on him? I think he's crazy. Like he he is so competitive. He wants to win so badly that I think any like I don't know. I I feel like like any. Any like person on his team who is not at his like physical or um, like athletic level is just like deplorable to him. Um, Are you saying Eli is not on his athletic level? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so okay, okay. He, what? Uh, I am. I'm an Eli defender. He gets a lifetime pass in my book because he's won two Super Bowls, which is two more Super Bowls than you've ever experienced as an Eagles fan. Um, so, like, for me, let's just put this out there. Eli gets a lifetime pass. No matter, like, how poorly he plays, he delivered two Super Bowls, which is impressive. Maybe it's lucky, but it was awesome, and it was impressive. And, um, yeah, so, so, yeah, lifetime pass. I as somebody who gives him a lifetime pass, I'm, I want to make excuses for Eli. So here's my excuse for Eli. Like, have you watched any of these Giants games? Nope. Really? Uh, I, I, wa- I watched, like, off and on a little bit. What was the game where Odell kicked the kicking net and hit him in the face? I saw part of that one. Well, okay, but Odell had a good game in that game. But, like, other games, he's had, he's had relatively poor games. Like, Eli has no time to throw the ball. And... Like, uh, this guy, this uh, left tackle, Flowers, who's supposed to be protecting him, is terrible. Um, I don't know. Like, is it wrong of me to, like, blame the offensive line on Eli's struggles? Like, Eli's not mobile. He's not, like, um, he's not going to, like, stand in there and take a hit because, you know, his dad has told him and his brother to, like, just, you know, drop the ball or, like, throw it away. Like, never take a big hit unless it, like, really means something. He's not gonna like stand in there and like you know take take vicious hits and like risk being out, um, you know to like make one play like in a, in a meaningless game. So like I'm looking at Eli's stats now. He he had three touchdowns in the first game, and after that has zero one zero one. That, that's terrible. It's been bad. <laughs> it, so so bad in fact that after the first two games when he threw zero interceptions, I, start, I started making some bets with friends at work about like Eli Manning like uh, year long interception totals. Um, I've already had to like uh, I've already decided to settle one of those bets because I realized I was going to lose it. Um, I have another one that's like over under fourteen interceptions for the year. What do you have? The over? Or the under? 
I'm support. I'm a an Eli supporter. Of course, I have the under. Okay, I don't know. I thought he was going to be really good. He like he's he's been better and better under um, McAdoo, and I know that he's like he's now the the uh, head coach instead of the offensive coordinator. Um, McAdoo I, does not look like a good head coach so far, though. Well, physically, he does not look like a good head coach because he's very strange looking. And yes, on the field, the early returns are not promising because their offense is terrible. Or it's been bad for the past like three or four games. Like they beat the Saints. I don't know what was it like seventeen, thirteen, seventeen, fourteen, yep. something like that. Like big whoop, they won the game, but they only scored seventeen points. That's and that's they were crazy. at home for that game too. Yeah, they should have. They should have scored like you know thirty-five points. Um, yeah. So the early returns on McAdoo are pretty uh, um, tepid. I'd say. So, so I have two two Giants fans who I work with, who, are, who I'm friends with, and they're they're like giving up on Odell. Like they they've talked themselves into like they've got Cruz back healthy and they got Sterling Shepard. They don't even need Beckham anymore. Like, it, it, are you at that level? Like, is that realistic at all? He's your best player, isn't he? No, I'm not at that level. They just need to give Eli like an extra second or two to throw the ball so that he can actually have a chance to get open. He he has no time to throw the ball. He's like always about to get crushed. And he's like heaving the ball up there, like Beckham. Unless unless it's like a quick slant, like he needs like a couple of moments to like make a move to get open. Yeah. Would you want him on your fantasy team right now? Like, do you think he's still a top five receiver going forward? Top five, yes. I mean, he was drafted number like number three, as we all know. Um, or yeah, I think number three. I think Julio went above him in our league. Julio went above him? Yeah, Anton took Julio, and then Priest took Beckham. Huh. So, um, my son, Elliot, named after Eli Manning, <laughs> um, is doing fantasy for the, for the first time this year. God, shut up, Lemon. Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, hold on. I have to close the window so she can't see outside. Um, so, Adam, come on. God, edit it out. Edit it out. Terrible. All right, I'm back, Yoni. Can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds like Lemon's back, too. Um, yeah. Seeing as it's already 6 o'clock on Saturday, it's extremely unlikely I do any editing on this. So this is all going to be part of the show. <laughs> okay, so um, as far as, like, like, um, like, be- like wanting Beckham on my fantasy team, like, um, my son, who's doing fantasy for the first time this year, has Julio on one of, uh, on his team, and Elliot's like a huge Giants fan. Um, and I convinced him, and Elliot understands that he should not want to trade Julio for Beckham. Like at the start of the year, he was trying to make trades for Beckham with Julio, and now he's like, Julio is better than like even Elliot, my eight year old, understands that Julio is better than. Did you, did you have to help him draft his team and everything? No, it was like um, it was an auto draft, but we sat and like like removed some players and like moved some players up and down, and you know just like uh, altered our, our our default rankings. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. he's fine. You know, by the way, he's he's killing it, kind of like his dad. Not this year though. Uh, your team is three and two somehow. Like, how is that the case? Somehow, I, it's it's smoke and mirrors. I'm gonna lose this week. Um, I got 24 points out of three 
players on Thursday night. CB's going to destroy me unless something like terrible happens with his team. I mean, yeah, yeah. So you don't seem super excited about the trash speakers. Well, I... Was it the pressure of being ranked number one? Did that get to you? I wasn't the number one team out of the year. I was the number one manager. Right. But, so before it, the year started, you were ranked number one. Well, let's see how the season plays out to see how the managerial rankings actually play out. Because, listen, I think Sammy Coates is a good pickup. My, my, my wide receivers are awful. They're really bad. But. I mean, the, the Edelman trade was good for you. I drafted Sammy Watkins and Josh Gordon's. Josh Gordon. Sammy Watkins is now on IR, and Josh Gordon is somewhere in inpatient rehab. So, so that Watkins, I, I get that sucks. Although they said he might come back at the end of the season. You you can't like you don't get any sympathy for Josh Gordon not playing. Like that was a stretch that he was going to play and be good. Yeah, I wasn't banking on him, but like, but but, and yes, injuries are a part of it. But losing Watkins as like my. I didn't have any wide receiver depth, so like I couldn't really afford a wide receiver injury, um, and so I had one. So that's okay. Um, I haven't scored many points, and Eifert hasn't played yet this year. Um, so I'm like lukewarm on my team. It's tough because last year I was undefeated. I popped a bottle of champagne, by the way, when you lost. Um, I did it for you. I didn't want to go 13 and 0. It's better to have a loss in the regular season. You taught me that last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. There's too much pressure going to the playoffs. Like the, it happened to the Pats. It happened to whatever your team was last year. Did, I'd, I'd rather go in like 11 and two, grab a one seed, walk through the finals. My team was. I want to trump you, girly boys, up. Right. Last year was all the Trump theme named team. Yeah. Name. Yeah. I was, I was on that Trump bandwagon before anybody else. He hadn't like been the. Uh, he wasn't the Republican nominee. Are you? You're proud of this. Well, I just, you know, I, I saw that he was a uh, leader in the clubhouse. He's actually, uh, uh, oh yeah, he's in he's in Bangor, Maine today. Really? Yeah. So Maine, Maine, did you know this? That there are two states that split that can split their electoral votes. I think I have heard of that, but I didn't like consciously know Maine was one of those states. So Maine and Nebraska. Maine has four electoral votes. The um, winner of the popular vote here gets. Uh, two electoral votes, and then the winner of each congressional district, south and north, um, each get you know that specific district's electoral vote. So he's I mean, gunning for he's gunning for northern Maine's electoral vote because it gets really rural really quick up here. Okay, Maine overall is a is a blue state now. Historically, yes, like southern Maine. Southern Maine's very yeah. Southern Maine is is pretty uh, like, well, Portland is very liberal, like very liberal. Um, Southern Maine is where the people are, right? Where the majority of the people are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But Northern Maine is enormous, um, pretty Republican. But his problem is that the University of Maine is in the Northern Maine district, and like obviously, like it being a university town is like pretty democratic and liberal. So I I don't know I. I've been like scouring. I've been trying to figure out, uh, like, see a, like a, a a poll to see like what the uh, what the numbers say here. I, I can't I can't see if he's like close to winning or he has no chance. I, I would assume that since he's here today, he has some kind of like close chance, and he's just like chasing every possible electoral vote he can get. But he's there for one vote. Like his his best case scenario is one of the four, right? 
He yeah, exactly. He will lose the popular vote. Yeah, his his best case scenario is one out of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't quite seem worth his time, but I, I don't really care. Um, all right, what's uh, anything up new in Maine or your life or anything before we talk about football? My life, um, well, doesn't have to be. You can just say pass. At what point can I advocate for um, next year's live draft? Because I have like an impassioned plea about this. Do it right now. But like, do you think like like as a rational person, like you know it's never going to happen, right? Like I know it's never going to happen. You really believe that? I truly believe it'll never happen because I truly believe like half the I'm, I'm not going to name people, but like about half the league doesn't really care. Probably less than that, or probably more than that doesn't really care. Not about the league, but about like going. They don't care enough to like go to Maine for a live draft and like block off a weekend. Like people say they do, and then it comes down to the polls, and like no one does it every any year. And we've it's been like five straight years of this. What's going to change? It's not been five years. It's been like two or three that I've offered. Um, I don't know what's going to change. Like, um, I, I just I don't understand. Like, we're in this we're in this awesome fantasy football league. Um, somehow, it's like a group of people who don't even like all really know one another. But there's this like um, kind of like well, obviously the connection is you know Tron, and there's this camaraderie. Um, it's heated, it's funny, it's um, witty, it's, um, you know, it's a whole lot of different things. And I think it's pretty special that there's like a league that's not like a local league, like it's not like a water cooler talk league, it's like an email league. Um, all with this like strange, stupid like Frisbee connection, and yet it's like persisted and it's awesome. Um, and I don't understand like why people won't make a commitment for this weekend that will guaranteed be amazing. And I commit every year. You don't need to talk me into it. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm preaching to the masses. I'm not I preaching know. to you. I know I know you're in. Um it will be an awesome weekend. Like and it's like not even just like fantasy football, just um just being I, I think just uh being together will be a lot of fun because a lot of people in this league don't even really like know one another particularly well. And um, I have this house now that can like very easily accommodate a large number of people. You have a patio even. <laughs> I have a paver patio. <laughs> Not a paper patio, a paver patio. So like Fuse can sleep outside the pat patio? Fuse can sleep in my bed with me. I don't give a shit. I just think like, um, I, I think it would be amazing to have everybody together to do this draft that we spend so much time like talking about and um you know just like your time for four straight months doing fantasy football i, I think it would be like um like a truly spectacular weekend and um it's not going to be very long until some of you other clowns start producing offspring um, when and, and at which point it will become like really difficult to you know explain to your wives that you're leaving them alone with children for a weekend to play stupid fantasy football. Is that like, how it works? Fuck. Well, my wife is. Let's be clear. My wife is amazing, so she lets me kind of not do what I want, but um, she's very understanding. Um, so 
you know, if somebody else actually had a house, are you I, the only that, are you I, the, I own a house. I know. Are you the only other one that actually owns any kind of like anything substantive in this world? Um, I believe so. Okay. So between you and me, like, um, how big is your house? Square footage? Well, I just put on a massive edition, a like a 2,000 square foot edition. So it's now like, uh, I don't know, a little bit north of 4,000 square feet. All right, mine is like 1,350, so we'll go with yours. Okay, mine. I have about two acres of land. If you are want to um, bring a tent and sleep in the yard, um, there are fields galore here. Like, could you imagine like spending the morning playing pickup frisbee with the with the twelve of us, and then I could get a couple of friends to like you know make sevens, playing pickup frisbee, coming back home, barbecuing, drinking, rounds rounds one through three of the draft on like Friday night or Saturday night, and then finish the draft with the rest of the rounds on the following day. Like it would just be so much fun and you would remember it forever. And nobody else aside from me has kids to like deal with, like just sack up and come here. And if you can't afford it or don't want to pay for it, then like we can, um, spread the cost around. I'm more than happy to like, um, you know, not pay for everybody, but like help pick up costs. If, uh, you know, the airfare is like a prohibitive factor or whatever. Um, I think we should do it. Like before people like really can't commit to spending a weekend away from their family. I think it should happen. Yoni, you're giving me hope and I'm just going to get crushed in like August when Anton sends out the doodle and no one can do it. No, I, this is a good plea, man. You're, I don't know how someone could listen to this and not want to do it. I, I truly don't. Priest, Priest almost got it done a couple. I think it was two years ago. Like after my after my plea on this podcast, Priest sent out a doodle, and it was close. I don't know if people like didn't take him seriously or not. Maybe maybe he even himself wasn't serious. I think he was, because I think. I think Priest would have a good time. I think everybody would have a good time. Like, I, I, I don't think anyone doubts they would have a good time. Like, I think people just have other stuff they prioritize more. Like what? Sectionals? Like sectionals every year. Throw the F up. It's like, um, you know, come on. What's, what are you going to remember um, when you're like 60 years old, some stupid sectionals tournament? Or the time you got together with like 12 of your friends to do a fantasy football draft for an entire weekend? The only downside is, are we all friends? Because we kind of hate each other. Maybe this would be a disaster. Well, let's be clear. <laughs> um, you are more of like an acrimonious character than I am. I think I have a pretty good relationship with everybody in the league. I honestly don't even know what acrimonious means, but I'll take it as a compliment. Well, if you knew what it meant, then you would or would not take it as a compliment. <laughs> I'll look it up after the show. Okay. All right. Um, uh, look, so I, I agree. I, I don't there, – there are like four or five people have to fly. If, if cost is an issue for them, I completely agree it's fair to like split travel costs evenly among 12 people or whatever is fair. Like I'm down to do that stuff. Um, it's it's way be, easier if you're on the East Coast. I get that. I'm willing to front a significant amount of money to get people here. Yeah. The, the, the other – the thing I think you're missing – also, is like we could have so much more fun with the draft itself. Like we could do an auction draft. We could like there's so many more. We could have 
we could be trading picks in real time, like way yeah. more interactively than what we do now. I would have a draft board and party hats and um, like football themed plates and cups. It will be amazing. I don't care about the plates and cups. <laughs> but yeah, and like you said, like. But the party hats you're excited about. <laughs> no, so the party hats are good. Party hats are good. God, I'm fucking excited for this. Can I bring my dog? Yes, you can bring Lemon. <laughs> All right, if I can bring I, Lemon. I might piss on her at some point after I get too oh, drunk. Oh, she will piss on your house first, so don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, fine. The, the other thing is, like, then we don't need we don't need to rush a draft. Like, it's so much better to do two rounds and, like, stop and relook at your strategy and think about who's, like, what's happening and who's coming off the board. Like, yes. In our current draft, you have no time to, like, adjust your game plan, and people fuck up so much because of that. I Yeah, I, I could not agree more. We could do we could do three or four we could do three or four rounds like the first night and then finish it off the next day, um, yeah yeah bonfires and uh, like pick up frisbee games. Um, I'll, I'll I'll tell you honestly I've told you this before you keep saying it's not an issue my only concern is like I don't the the environment that I want to be in for this draft does not match up with having a wife and two kids there. Um, okay. Don't worry about that. If 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 that is what is preventing, I don't think it is. I'm just saying that would be a. That's the only concern in my mind. Like, can I oh, really just get drunk and like break shit if your wife's there? You can't break shit if I'm there. Ah, uh, whatever. But don't like that. No, that's that's a that's a non-concern. That's a non-concern. I can always send them away for the weekend. That, okay. that's, no, no you you just answered it. Okay. No problem. All right, that was a solid ten minutes on why Yoni needs us to come to Maine to be his friends. But I, I will do it. No, I don't need you to be my friends. I just think it'll be awesome. It's for everybody. We we it, agree, Yoni. We agree. And plus, like, to, is Interrobang ever going to happen? Like, we may never see each other again, honestly, in our lives. How sad would that make you? That's another good point. Are Are you going to go to the alumni game? No, it's my daughter's birthday that day. How would I know that? You said my daughter. My do you know how old my daughter's turning? No, I don't know anything about your kids. No, what do you think? I'm asking. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> well, now you just like ruined my thunder. No, she's turning six. I'm happy for you. Six sounds great. I just like I, she doesn't want to come watch you play ultimate. I am literally ten. No, I have like family coming. I'm like ten years ahead of all you clowns. No, not ten years because I'm the oldest. Six or seven years ahead of all you people. You're one year older than Anton. What are you talking about? So I'm nine years ahead of him. But what's what's the age rate? Like, what do you mean you're nine years ahead of him? In, in what? Like having kids? Life. Yeah, life. Like my kids are going to be out of the house by the time I'm like 45. And then some of you idiots are going to be having kids when you're 45. Yeah, but he's ahead of you now in not having kids. Oh, so Anton isn't because I don't know what he does with his life. But like... Lionel, who still goes to sectionals every year, and that sounds awesome, is definitely beating you. You can't go to sectionals anymore. Okay, what else is happening from sectionals? Is he beating me? Uh, I don't know. I don't know is, what Lionel does. I'm, is, I'm not sure he has a job. I, I guess he probably has a job. I'm sure he has a job. Lionel's very smart. He, he's a club nationals level ultimate player and a semi-pro athlete. He's beating you in that. Um... <clears throat> I have I have no doubt in my mind that if I had uh, devoted my time 
an effort to frisbee that I would also be that I would be a more successful Ooh, say it cl- club say it Yoni whatever whatever definition you used than Lionel what about them Frogger definitely not okay so you you rank between Frogger and Lionel in the Charn hierarchy yes I don't disagree with that but we'll never know. I mean, you know, right now, certainly, you know, Lionel probably, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't thrown a Frisbee very often for the past, like, six years of my life. But it, like I said, if I devoted myself to it like Lionel does, I have no doubt. Lionel can throw a pretty soft flick when he needs to. Not quite NARF level, but he's up there. His flick is weird. It is very- weird. It is weird. I'm not sure what he does. He learned it at SUNY Binghamton or wherever it is he went before he showed up at Brandeis. Ugh. All right. Um, Did you know that Lionel transferred to Brandeis? Yeah, I didn't know where he went. I knew he, yeah, he was like a transfer kid. Like Moose. Moose and Lionel are both transfers. Moose is a transfer? Yeah. You didn't know that? From where? I'm pretty sure you used to coach us when Moose transferred to the team. I never overlapped with Moose, though. I was, yeah, I only no, coached. you coached us when Moose was there, for sure, I think. Yeah, I, I remember him on the team. I didn't realize that he was. I didn't realize that he transferred in. Yeah, he he transferred after one year. Yeah, he transferred in as a sophomore. I guess he the same as Lionel. Uh, I don't know where he went before that. Um, actually, I do. Union, Union College, I think. Union. Yeah. Huh. I almost went to Union. Yeah, you and Moose could have not known each other, I guess. But you no. could you could have no. known each other through alumni alumni Union games, I guess. Who's the youngest Tron right now in, in this league? Uh, Fuse and Hudson are both... Uh, and they're the same year. I don't know who's actually younger. What, oh, whatever. How much younger Sorry, are... I was, uh, they're, they're 2011. 2011. Holy crap. And you're what? 04? 04. Yeah, so it's a nice like eight-year gap. Seven. <laughs> no, I think... Wait. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, seven. I thought I was double counting the start and the end. Not, not great at mathing. Oh, they're they're still pretty young. All right. I think so. I mean, Fuse is getting married in like a week or two. Maybe he will break his rip his own pants at his own wedding. Who knows? <laughs> Wait, Fuse he's getting married in a couple weeks. Yeah, apparently, there's like very few people in this league not engaged or married anymore. It's uh, clearly Lamb Chop, because that's a, a lifer. And then uh, I think Moose and Hudson are the only ones. Oh, and, and CB, I think. So, like, four. Um, wow. Congratulations, Fuse. That's awesome. Is it? I like Fuse. I think Fuse brings um, a certain, like, uh, aggression and anger to the league that uh, is missing from a lot of us. Yeah... Fuse makes it hard for me to like him. He's he's three years younger than you? Yeah, him and Hudson were freshmen when me and Frog were seniors. Did you not like him while you were at Brandeis as a senior? No, I was, did... I was pretty indifferent towards him. He wasn't on, like, the A-team, so I didn't... like. He was basically irrelevant then. Yeah, he wasn't a part of my life. Okay. And you guys just... You guys just... Grew to dislike one another. We don't actually dislike each other. Like, if we see each other, we'll have a friendly conversation and be fine with each other. He just... His his way of playing fancy football makes it hard for me to like him during the season. 
Have you ever spoken with Fuse? In life? We've done podcasts together. And everyone always complains I'm not angry enough at him during the podcasts. Oh yeah, you guys did have a you guys did have a pretty like um you guys had like a detente in the last podcast, I feel like. It was like very, very friendly. It was very strange. All podcasts are friendly. You can't like have someone on your podcast and just be mean to them. That's awkward. No, I, I kind of expected Fuse to come out like guns blazing. Like I, I expected you to, to to be nice to him, but I I, I thought he was gonna be like a like a straight up dick to you, but yeah, that could have happened, and then we would have seen where it went. It would have been way more interesting. Makes me wonder if he's like a tough guy behind the uh, keyboard, but not really in person. Have you ever met him? He's the farthest fucking thing from a tough guy in person. I don't know that I've ever. I, God, I don't even know that I've ever met Fuse. You've uh, you've met him at like Wildwood, whether you remember it or not. He like he's always at Wildwood, and we used to always be at Wildwood. Actually, you didn't, but you've been at Wildwood enough. Well, Fuse, you're welcome at my house. Uh, you can have the you can have the room next to uh, Narf. All right, or, or the bed next to Narf if you want. I don't care. I'll, I'll sleep with Fuse. Um, so you're not coming to the alumni game. Is anyone going to the alumni game? Frogger. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. I think to hang out with Frogger, but other people should go. It'll be fun. We can like we can watch football on Sunday somewhere. Oh God, it's, you should come up here and watch football. Come with Frogger and come watch football on Sunday. That's really far to get back to Philly. I know. It's well. I mean, from 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 Brandeis, it's only an hour and a half to here. Sure, but it's an hour and a half the wrong direction. I know. I know. I know. I know. But uh, you can stay, you can stay here and then fly back the next morning. Portland's airport to Philly. Um, yeah, it's, like it's, it's not every far. 30 minutes, every thirty minutes. Yeah. It, mm, unlikely, but I'll I'll, I'll see what Frogger wants to do. Well, you're more than welcome. Yeah, you. Uh, I think. Um, yeah, you're more than welcome. It's your daughter's birthday. On the fifth. That's Saturday. The football's on the Sunday. Okay. Um, all right. We'll, we'll we'll think about it. I'll think about it. Fro- Frog will anybody's think about welcome. It. Anybody's welcome. Always. Open open door policy. I appreciate that. Same with at my house, but actually not quite because my dog will bark at you. So you're the only other one that owns a house. As far as I know, um, I, I mean, I could be wrong. So if, everybody else is just throwing money away every month. If anyone does, um, like maybe Vigo. I, I don't think any of the people that live in New York own a house for sure. I know Noah doesn't. I know did Bruce you, doesn't. Did you really get Noah a job with Uber? Yeah, he starts November 7th. Do I we, get a fucking good referral bonus for that. The shit is nice for me. Oh, okay. Now, now I understand the motivation. Um, the motivation where, was to help Noah, a struggling friend. <laughs> where Where is he working out of? Uh, he's going to work out of San Francisco office. So he's moving to, I think, Oakland uh, sometime in the next few weeks, I would assume. So another West Coaster. But he was on the West Coast before anyway, so it's not really that different. Huh. Um, my brother lives in San Francisco now. Was he ever going to move back to Philly? I forget. No, he didn't. Well, um, I thought when he like left Philly, the plan was like to move back or something to like finish school because I was going to make him play winter league with me, but it never happened. So I don't know what happened. That's that's a possible plan. Like he's 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 accepted at this uh, ner- at this anesthesiology program at UPenn, but he hated Philly, so he doesn't want to go back. He hated so, Philly because he didn't sign up for winter league with me. That's true. Maybe being a winter league champion would have made him like it. I don't well, my know. team's never won, so let's not say champion. But oh. well, a, we, make win- the, we make the semis a lot, but we never win. Sad life. It is tough. Yeah. Um, 
you could come visit me in Philly, Yoni. We could, I mean, I don't know if we could live draft here, but you could just come watch football here one weekend if you wanted to. I would love to. Um, the flights are every 30 minutes, I just heard. <laughs> every 30 minutes out of Portland. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick you up at the airport, or I'll, I'll get an Uber to take you from the airport. Ooh, Uber, UberX? Whatever you want. You can, if you want to go Uber Black, I'll, I'll hook you up. What is Noah going to be doing for Uber in San Francisco? Uh, so he is now a data scientist. I believe it's his third type of professional science after physics and biology. Um, and I don't know what he's going to be working on. Actually, I think I do, but I'm not going to talk about it. Um, Confidential. There's a chance I'll, like, he'll probably have to work with me more than he thinks. Or, with you or more than he wants to. I bet he will want to work with me. He what's the connection? What's the connection between the Philly August and the San Fran? He'll, he'll find me more useful than he expects to. I would guess. Um, oh, like as a personal contact, he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, let me just email North about this question, or yeah, probably. Um, or he won't. I, I don't really care. I mean, there's no like, there's, there's. I mean, he he's working in headquarters, so the stuff he works on kind of affects all the cities. Well, I just focus on stuff for Philly, but if he's like doing something or going to roll out a project that's going to affect everyone, then, like, I I don't know, he can talk to me and we'll test it out in Philly or something. Are you worried that Noah's going to become more important with Uber than you are? Uh, his position is definitely more important than my position already. Um, so, no, not really. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good. I've been there for, like, three years, and he'll been there for, like, a week, so I'm not super worried about it. Interesting. And no one needed a break. He like he had no job, so I had to help him. Okay. What uh? Should we talk about fantasy football at all? Let's let's talk about fantasy football. I don't really care. I mean, as Lionel puts it, this is the worst part of the podcast when we talk about actual fantasy football. It's tough this year because my team's not very good. <clears throat> but we could talk about your team if you want. It seems like you like doing that. Uh. I liked doing it before last week. What? How? Who would you rank as the top team in the league right now? W- would you say Choir Boy, hands down? I think Choir Boy's team is terrifying. Why do we think... Anton thinks so, too. What? Because he... he his... his quarterbacks are bad. Like, no one... You cannot convince me Bortles and Tannehill is even an average combo. They're below average. Yeah, but my sense is that Choir Boy is going to try to make a move. Like, his wide receivers are obviously probably top of the league. He hit Pater with DeMarco and Kristen Michael. Um, I'm he looking trade Des Bryant. He's not even playing Des right now. I mean, yeah. Well, he. I mean, Des's value is pretty low, and he's probably like hold on to him for a while. No, I, mean, I, I know, but I'm just like, he... Cardinals, Crabtree I, is so fucking good, and I'm watching all the Oakland games because of Amari Cooper. Um, he's not, he's not good. Like he's not a great player. Like Carr just likes him better. It's really annoying. He also just made a pretty savvy move, picking up Dion Lewis and throwing him on IR. That was pretty smart. I was about to do. I like looked at the league two hours after CB picked him up. He picked him up Thursday morning, I think, at like seven a.m. He didn't put a claim in for him. Um, at, wow, actually, that would have been four thirty a.m. CB time. That's impressive. Yeah, I think CB's dedication to this league is pretty impressive. I know the D, the Dion Lewis move was really good. I was I was thinking to myself, I'm going to do that this week, and then he beat me to it. I mean, if anything, it just gives him like another running back to like you know as like trade bait to either trade Dion Lewis himself or like you know if he wants to like move like Margo or Christine Michael. Good move, you know. Vikings defense, 
you know, Stellar obviously. Um, Kelsey's really good. Like, yeah, his Kelsey's team... not really good. Kelsey is like a- he's people think he's good. He, he's like average tight end of fast. I mean, he's top five, top six. Well, he's yeah, he's ranked six now. Okay, so that's that's average out of twelve. Twelve start. That's the middle. It's not like really good. Average in this thing. Okay, fine. Like, I don't think like Kelsey's never gonna like. He has no. 25 to 30 point like win you a week upside potential in him like he's solid but he's like nowhere close to like what Gronk can do in a week or wonder, even like Greg Olson or whoever else so Lamb Chop's team is pretty decent uh mm. I, the thing all right so I, you could say CB's team looks better than mine now I can live with that you and like you and CB's a good matchup this weekend it's the only matchup of above 500 teams I think yeah but my team's not good. You, well, walk you, me through the trade that you did with Moose. Like, who proposed that deal? Um, I can't remember what I proposed, but he countered. I proposed it something, you know, like, uh, you know, pretty pretty tilted in my favor. And then he countered with something, and we kind of, like, exchanged a couple of emails and settled on this. Like, um, I obviously needed to upgrade my wide receivers and I was I was deciding between like trying to like get Edelman or Alshon Jeffrey out of him and to me they were both like pretty 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 close um I settled on like trying to get Edelman and I got him just because Brady was coming back and I I think like you know in, in half point per you know point per reception yeah I think hey, so like, in, in my mind they're not close at all like it, it it's probably the wrong answer and I know it but I think Alshon is way better than Edelman like, in terms of upside. I get that Hoyer is not growing to him right now and that Brady is coming back will make Edelman better. But I, could just I would have picture, for Alshon in a second if I were you. I could just picture Alshon, like, uh, picking up an injury that puts him out for, like, six weeks, like, any minute. I, I just, I don't know. That could also, like, Edelman can get, he, he's banged up right now. Like, he gets hurt. That's, yeah, true. I, yeah. Alshon, uh, Alshon has, like, top five wideout upside. Like he he never hits it consistently, so maybe you can say he doesn't. But his his like ceiling is so much higher than Edelman's. I know, but the I know the the Bears are awful. So, okay, so you would have tried to get Alshon there instead of instead of Edelman. I think it was an interesting trade. Like Anton was saying, how I think a lot of people just reacted and was like Moose lost the trade because it's Moose making a trade. But I, I think it was honestly really even. Like I don't know. Do you feel like you like fleeced him on this? No, I, I mean I. You know, Rivers was an upgrade over um, Tyrod Taylor, and uh, I'm honestly not sure it is. Was that the case in your mind that like Rivers was the upgrade for you? Yeah, yeah. T- Taylor finished as a top ten last year. Rivers. I know he's gonna he's gonna have some big games, but I think they're like they're so run heavy, and McCoy is like so the man there that. Um, I don't know. It's not Tyrod's team. It's like LaShawn's team. I think that that's better for him. Like the the, the one thing Tyrod does like is is hit deep balls. And it's a little harder with Watkins out, but McCoy to to make play action work, all he needs to do is throw for like 182 to 220 yards and touchdown and run for like 50 yards and he, he's going to hit 20 points each week. Yeah, but on any given game, like Rivers, like Rivers had been over 300 yards for a bunch of straight games. Like, you know, he played Denver, and then the other the other reason I made the trade was because, you know, not like getting too ahead of myself. Like, um, 
the end of the season schedule for Rivers is really good. O- Oakland and Cleveland in week 15 and 16. So, like, you know, I shouldn't be looking at the playoffs just yet, but, you know, that's, that's part of making a trade, so. That's fine, but, I mean, Rivers, la- I think the last two years, has had, like, a humongous drop-off between, like, first half season and second half of the season. He, like, he's missing Keenan Allen and Woodhead. I, yeah, he's still putting up crazy numbers. He gave you 13 this week. Against Denver. Matt Ryan did better than that. Matt Ryan put up 17 against Denver. Okay, but he he gets he gets all he gets both of his Denver games out of the way by so he plays Atlanta next week and then Denver the following week and then after that it's yeah I get your point okay so you, you can call Rivers an upgrade I'll be it'd be interesting I, to see who finishes top from here on out I think it's pretty close okay fine so so even if you call that a, a even like I needed a wide receiver and like in my mind Edelman slash Jeffrey was like equal to Lacey who I wasn't starting so yeah I, I don't disagree with that you you. You got value there just by the position, the positional swap. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to fleece Moose. I like Moose. Moose and I have had like many good trades in the past, and um, you know it's it was a uh, it was uh, like a you know I think a fair trade. It was you know two two kind people like uh, just working with one another to make one another better. Two kind know? people. What's so, wrong with? Okay, so do you think you're a playoff team right now? Like, there's only five teams above 500. You're one of them. I think I'm going to make the playoffs. So, I think Sammy Coates is going to be awesome. I think once Tyler Eifert comes back and is healthy, that'll give me, like, a, you know, an above-average tight end. Um, I'll settle for average because he'll probably finish, like, fifth or sixth. But Going forward? He's good. I had him last year, but I, he doesn't get yards or catches. He just scores touchdowns. Maybe that changes because they lost Marvin Jones and Sanu. Yeah, but like he but I, he'll score touchdowns for you. Yeah, so I've got these I've got these running backs Coleman, Jalen Richard, and uh, T.J. Yeldon. So maybe like if if one if one of them hits, maybe I, I could have some trade bait either there or, or with David Johnson and Melvin Gordon. Like um, you know, it, it would take a lot, but I think with some luck, I I, I think I I have a chance to make the playoffs. You know, maybe like sixty forty. Were you were you excited to pick up Yeldon? Because I, I was. I didn't want to drop him, and I did, and I, I wish I hadn't now. Oh, you dropped him. Um, I was very excited to get him, yeah. I've had, I had him last year and this year. He, you should, he should be able to put up so much better numbers than he does. So, I mean, I, I still have... Um, he, gets, he gets touches. Like, he can get, he'll get 15 touches a game, which is value. Yeah. Uh, I still have... Um, David Gordon, uh, uh, David Johnson, and Melvin Gordon buys to contend with. So, um, yeah, I, I was happy with that. So your problem. So besides the Watkins injury, Michael Floyd is terrible. I think you've had you've had him before. I think right. I had him two years ago when he was like breakout candidate, and then he got. I think he got hurt or something. He gets hurt. He's also Fitzgerald and Brown are just better than him. Like I, I don't know why people think Michael Floyd is good. That was the one. That was my one. Big regret. I don't even remember where I... Let's see where I drafted. You must have taken him in, like, the fourth or fifth. Probably the fifth. Yeah, I very much regret that. Um, where did you draft? You you picked, like, ninth or tenth, right? I picked ninth with, with, with the intention of taking Gronk, and then... He was there. He could have. No, I know, but he was also injured, so I didn't. 
Um, I thought I really thought David Johnson was a bad pick, and I've watched him a few a few times this year, and he's actually very good. Yeah, he's terrific. He, he cuts upfield really well. Um, yeah, I wanted I wanted Gronk initially. Passed a name, so I took Russell Wilson in the second round, <laughs> right before Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, so he so. Moose took Jeffrey 17th overall. I mean, that was extre- extremely high pick. Yeah. I had Jeffrey targeted as like a stretch, but I thought I could get him at 35 at the end of the third round. Like he was on my board for that spot. Yeah. Yeah. So Michael Floyd was sixth round. Oh, sixth? Yeah. Wait, so Johnson, Wilson, Watkins in the third. Who were your four and five on this team? Oh, Tyrod Taylor must have been what, your fifth? Yeah. Lacey was in the fourth. Oh, and he's just. Oh. oh, all right. That makes sense, I guess. And and inpatient rehab was my eighth round pick. Did you have any strategy going in, or did you just kind of wing it? Um, I had I had done a lot of research going in. I mean, I didn't have a specific. I, I don't like going into these drafts saying I'm gonna like pick this position at this spot. Like, um, you know, uh, my strategy was. Yeah, I, I had no specific strategy. I was, I was just like waiting to see like what was there, and I, I knew like how, how I valued certain players. Um, yeah. All right. All right, that makes sense. So the other, I think the other good game this week besides besides you and CB, which he's probably going to crush. You won't be a good game. Yeah. LC Hudson is interesting because do you think Hudson's team is good? Like if he loses, he's one in five. Like it's. I think Hudson's team is really good. Actually, I but, was actually thinking about that. You think he can come back from one and five though? I'm not saying he's going to lose. He's actually favored to win in the points right now, but I don't think he can come back from one and five. So this this is a must win. This is a playoff game for Hudson. It, I think so. I mean, um, I almost came back from zero and six one year. I but, remember, but I mean, I, but I didn't. So may, I mean, one and five obviously is like you know slightly better than that. So so maybe he can, but like um, he'd have to win out. Well, he would have to, he'd have to go like uh, six and one the rest of the way to even get to seven and six, um, which is possible. His team is really good. Um, Throw the records out. Do you think he's better than CB? Yeah, I'm sure he he shouldn't have made that trade. Uh, he shouldn't have because he didn't need to. But like, I I got the logic of he he needed to win that week. Oh, that was because he he needed luck. Okay. Did he win that week? I can't remember. He did win. It turned out he would have won without making the trade, though. Huh, okay. But I, I can't blame him for that. Like, that was a must win. He was 0-3. Brady wasn't going to play. Yeah, I mean, sure, Brady did look awesome. He, he played Cleveland, but I don't know. Do you think there's that big a difference between Luck and Brady? Um, well, hmm. Um, Tough because hindsight's twenty twenty. Brady obviously had a huge game against Cleveland. I think he's going to be in fu mode for like the rest of the year. So I, I mean, I think I would have, in all honesty, I think I would have like favored Brady over Luck going forward, e- even without seeing the the prior game, the, yeah. the his first game back. Um, so if I was, I think everyone. I mean, the nature of the trade implies. Both teams favored Brady more. You got an extra game of luck. Like that—that's where it balanced out. Or even if it doesn't balance out, like balance out. Like Hudson could be 
getting 90 cents back on the dollar plus a win. So like it, it yeah, it's what I, you had to do. I, I very much respect that decision. And like, it's surprised, like I'll oftentimes make trades, trade offers to people who are, who are like in, in tough positions, um, for people who are like either injured or like, um, you know, in the, in the setting of somebody who I think needs a win yeah. and they'll just like turn it down because they think it's like an unfair trade, but I, I'm trying to like help them get a win and, and help my team, of course. That's really nice of you when you trade, you're trying to help other teams get wins. What's that? I said, it's nice of you when you trade, you try to help other teams get wins. Well, yeah, and improve my team <laughs> at the same time. But like, um, I admire Hudson for making for making that trade for that specific purpose. Like, he realized that, you know, 0 and 4 would be like an untenable position to make the playoffs. So that was that was, that was ballsy on his part. I mean, it's not like luck is bad. Obviously, like luck is really good. Like, he'll probably help him win a couple games going forward. Um, the 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 interesting point is like. I'm rooting for Lamb Shop this week, and I—it's very rare I would say that. Like, I—I don't want to see Hudson in the playoffs, actually. Oh, you're afraid of his team? Yeah, his team is good. Um, his, like, at, at full potential, his team is better than Choir Boy. Like, his his wideouts—he—he's inconsistent. His wideouts are all boom and bust. But like, think like, think about what like I don't know. I don't think a team matches his upside. All of his wideouts actually have like 30, 30 point potential in a given week. His running backs could be one and two. His QBs, like, honestly, I hate to say an Eagles fan. I'm not sure I would really be starting Carson Wentz in fantasy. I think he's probably going to have some struggles. But Luck and Romo's, I think Romo's going to play when he comes back. I don't know. He might struggle. So the, the OP spot between Wentz, Hoyer, Romo may kind of be a juggle. But everywhere else, he's really good. At the moment, he's starting Wentz over Hoyer. What do you think about that? I... I as a as a fantasy football player, I would start Brian Hoyer over Carson Wentz. Brian Hoyer against Jacksonville and at home. I know Wentz is against the Redskins, so they don't have a great D either. Oh, they do have Josh Norman. Hoyer, I mean, Hoyer I mean, is a, like Hoyer's a good bet each week to throw for three hundred yards. Yeah, Hoyer's really he's thrown for three hundred three seventeen three hundred two three ninety seven for the past three weeks. Yeah, with two TDs each week, 23, 25, and 30. I actually hadn't looked at that. He's been great. And their D sucks. And he's not even throwing to Alshon. He has a deep threat he, who will probably get more involved. Yeah, I, I bet he changes that before the start, before that matchup starts. Carson Wentz is, he's thrown for his 18, 14, 25, 19. Like, he's great as an Eagles fan. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel great about starting him. Unless, like, there were buys and... He doesn't have a buy situation. Um, what about so I'm playing Vigo. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. So Vigo thinks Vigo's one and four. He thinks his team is for real now. One and four is hard to come back from. It's not impossible if he wins this week. But I don't know. What do you think? Like Carson, Vigo's team. He's got Ezekiel Elliott who's playing well. T.Y. Hill has been playing really well. And Gronk is healthy. That's his, that's his team. It's like those players, basically. Everyone else is like, he has some solid players, but no other stars. You should win this week. Do you think my team is as good as I think it is? I don't know. Well, probably no one thinks it is, but. Um, so D'Angelo is worthless. Corey Coleman will come back. D'Angelo is not worthless. Like, D'Angelo is a Le'Veon Bell injury away from being a top five running back. Yeah, but Bell's never been hurt. He just gets suspended for doing. He tore his fucking ACL last year. 
In the regular well, season? MCL. He tore his knee. Yeah. He was in suspended the... like two games to start, then played yeah. three or four games, then had season-ending knee surgery, and then got suspended to start this year. Le'Veon? Yes. I'm positive. It made. I don't know if it was ACL. He had season-ending knee surgery last year. And it wasn't, it was like week like eight, maybe. So somewhere like the middle of the season. Okay, I don't remember that, but okay. But he's worthless now. D'Angelo's worthless now. Okay. Uh, he, so he's on my bench. So rate my starters, not the worthless player on my bench. I think your team is like third or fourth best. So you think CB and Hudson? Yeah. And, and, and LC. No, I'm, I won't give you LC. Because you hate LC. No, because his team's not that good. His team's really good. Uh, I'm going to look at this. First of all, I've beaten him, proving my team is better. But uh... he, he, has no, he has no quarterback depth, but, I mean, whatever. Like, uh, as long as Jameis or Brady don't get hurt. He's got good running back depth. Oh, okay, fine, fine. So, Jameis and Brady or Breeze and Matt Ryan. Who do you take? Breeze and Matt Ryan. And it's not even really that close, I don't think. Not at all. Okay, that's an edge. For you, yes. His, his running backs, McCoy has been great. I like McCoy. Has Jordan Howard, is he the starter now in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Howard is really good. Okay, you know who else is really good? Jamal Charles. Uh, yeah, he is, but he's in a timeshare. He's not going to be in a timeshare. He's... It's so, gonna be 60 okay. I that, that that's his whole career. His whole career. He's never been like an eighty percent back. He's been a sixty percent back. Okay, I don't think so. Lamar Miller, I am like a week from giving up on, but I think he's gonna have a good game this week against Indy, and I'll be all in again. Like, I, I don't even. You can maybe give his running backs a slight edge, but I I don't know. And who's his third running back? Uh, Rawls Rawls is on IR. Terrence West is good. And I've got Terrence West. Ryan Matthews. Oh, he's sorry, Ryan Matthews. If Ryan Matthews doesn't score a touchdown, he's he's useless in fantasy. Like, he tops out at, like, 50 yards in a game. (laughs) That's not true. He had 14 points last week and had zero touchdowns. No, he had a receiving touchdown. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, he did. <laughs> and he fumbled. He fumbles a lot. Sproles is actually getting like more carries than him, which is weird. <laughs> he's got oh, he's got Greg Olson. He's got the know. best tight end. <laughs> you you haven't sold me that team is better than mine. And I don't even think I'm being that biased to say that. You have a he's got a big running back advantage. No, he doesn't have a big running back advantage. <laughs> His tight Watch end is what tight. happens. This week going forward with my running backs, they can play with anyone. Oh my god! All right. I bet if I had to bet, I would say LC ends up with a better record than you. And what does his team name mean anyway? I actually don't even know. And what is his avatar? His avatar is the Uber logo with like a square on top of it. I'm not sure what that is. Uberalls. Is, like, do you get it? Like, I truly don't get it. Is it like overalls? I, I don't. I don't know. And like, I spent a fair amount of time thinking about it. Also, and if it was overalls, what would it mean? I don't know. And why is it spelled A L L E S? I'm down with Uber themed names, though. Like, I'm. I'm not going to complain. 
Yeah, any pub is a good pub, right? Not not for us, actually, but for most people, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Me and LC, third or fourth. Hudson and CV, the one, two spots. After that, like, Priest is four and one. His number one pick is Odell Beckham, who's been bad so far. Like, he, he could be better than he has been. Yeah. Let's see Priest here. Yeah, Priest's team... Pretty Odell, good. Larry Fitzgerald, and Marvin Jones could be really good. Pretty, pretty good. God, I'm on this. I'm on the. Uh, I'm so rarely on like the non-app fantasy football like uh, page. You know, like these like web these um, these like links at the bottom of the ESPN pages. Yeah, they're so ridiculous. Sure. You mean like the ads? No, like um, like the pictures of like the hot chicks or like this like these like strange like um, yeah I like, think those those are ads Yoni. Yeah, but they take you to their links, their link ads, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, you would call them ads. Okay, fine. I understand that they are linked to a different website, but that's how online advertising works. But like, why would ESPN like sponsored headlines? It's so it, weird. I, I get what you're saying because it's it's not ESPN content. It's they out they it's Google or whoever that they outsource to and they just plug in anything. ESPN has no say over what's on that. It, it's, would, it's really bad brand alignment for them. I, I agree yeah, with that. You would think that they would have a say. Like they make a zillion dollars. Like why would you want these like fucked up uh, top ten mistakes you need to stop making Casper? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fuse does a lot of online advertising shit. Maybe he'll come on and explain to us one day. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Probably not. I got Priest lined up for next week, and that's always a winner. Um, Priest, Priest is a great podcast host. He's, like, intimidatingly intelligent. Priest, Priest is good. And I agree with what you said. Or like, Anton is also a good podcast host. Like, I'll, Ant- I'll, Anton- I'll have Anton on more. Anton, Anton knows his place. He'll come on more. Don't, don't, don't belittle Anton and his contribution to the uh, podcast um, repertoire. It, it, I, I could listen to you and Anton every week. I could just listen to myself every week, but Anton's not bad. I do listen to myself every week, actually. Wait, would you would you ever consider like um, like uh, hosting a podcast by yourself, just like doing like talking for thirty for like sixty minutes by yourself, and like recording it and just putting it out to you people? If I stood you up today, you would you like? Would there be any situation in which you would like just talk about fantasy football and the and Legends of Tron for like thirty or sixty minutes and just put it out there? If I'd won last week, maybe. I can't imagine it'd be good though. I would listen to it. I I, I know that that's the case. Um, all right, we gotta get this out sometime soon because there's like twelve hours until games start. Uh, okay. A little more than that. Do okay. you have a Tronix to go out on or no? It's not the most exciting one, and it's in, and it's kind of like in the vein of um, my impassioned plea earlier, but um, you Wait, can veto like this or not. Top three, bottom three Trons, who if you had to bet your life on it, would show up for a live draft here Ooh. at my house in Falmouth, Maine. No, we'll do that. Um I thought you were going to go another way. It's like top three, bottom three trons who would like be the MVPs of that weekend at your house in Maine. Um, well, once 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 we confirm it and everybody says they're, they'll come, 
Then we can do that Tron ranks. Okay. Bottom three Trons. One, Lionel. Sorry. Even if it wasn't for sectionals, I might still put Lionel's bottom one. Uh, what? What? Why? His commitment... I don't know how committed he is to the league. Um, I'm not sure he even really watches football at all. He's not great at fantasy football. He's definitely the least valuable player of this league, for sure. Uh, but but honestly, like he has like sectionals or regionals every year. Like he's he's a New Yorker. Like there's uh, actually, if you discount Frogger, he is as close to Maine as anyone. It'd be as easy for him to get there as anyone. And he has like a social life. He has like shit he does. He's not gonna come. Um. Okay, so I'll focus on I'll focus on convincing him. Number two. Um, I won't leave. Fro- I won't count Frogger up because um, he'd be hard to get him there too. Um, I want to say I'll go Lamb Chop as a number two. Uh, he's got far flight from Seattle. I'm not sure he wants to see the people in the league in person. Number three, I, I would go to Moose, but I think he has actually said that he would do it before. Um, but Moose, like, hits the the trifecta of, one, I don't think he's a job. I think he's in school. So money might be an issue. Um, two, he has to fly. And three, he's not really that invested in the league. So I'll go Moose. And in a weird way, my dark horse is actually Noah, even though he's from Maine. But I, I just bet it'd be hard to get Noah there. Okay. Who are your bottoms? Uh, number one bottom, Vigo. Ooh. Actually, new Vigo, yeah. I think I Vigo... I should have put Vigo. Vigo's dropping out of the league, man. Vigo is, like, domesticated like lemon. Um, yeah. And that's, it's kind of interesting because I, like, I really... I don't know Vigo too well, but I really enjoyed his contribution to the league, you know, several years ago. But he never sends emails anymore. He, I haven't heard his voice on a podcast in a couple of years. Yep. Uh, I just don't think he nor his wife might let him yep. travel. No, you, you got it. Vigo is a good number one. Um, for some reason, I feel like Hudson might be... Sectionals. Know, yeah, whether it's like Frisbee-related or work-related, I would love for Hudson to hang out here. Um I don't know. Does Hudson have a girlfriend? Uh, do not know. If he didn't have a girl, like, and this is this is like um, this is like a recruitment pitch, but like um, Hudson, like uh, downtown Portland in the summer is awesome. Like, uh, I, I would be more than happy to go out as a wingman for you, and we could like pick up chicks. Um, but I, I just don't Aren't think he's he... like thirty-five with two ten-year-old kids. Yeah, wingman, wingman, not me, wingman. Yeah. Do you know how to wingman? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I've still got it. Do, do you, like, use it a lot? Or are you uh, just sure it's still there? There's this, like, uh, dump, there's this, like, trashy, um, like, beach community called Old Orchard Beach uh, pretty close to here. And every year we go, my friends and I, to Old Orchard Beach and just um, kind of, like, make mischief. And, uh, yeah, we still, have, we still have it. Let's put it that way. All right. I'm and not then, sure how challenging it is in Maine, but go for it. I mean, not as challenging as whatever, wherever it is that you're from, but I mean, okay. 
You got it. You got, you got Hudson. You got Hudson. The scenery is not poor. Let me put it that way. Okay. Uh, and number three bottom, uh, Noah. We agree That's on Noah. Double Noah. How come? Um, he's from Maine. He's from Maine, but he has not, um, you know, spoken up in favor of the live draft. Like, I, I would have figured that he would have in the past been like, you know, one, one of the big champions. Um you know, I see his sister all the time in the hospital. I figured it'd be like it's just an excuse to come visit. Like he could like, uh, you know, parlay it into like a whole week here to see his family. But he never wants to for whatever reason. And now he lives in San Francisco. So Noah on the bottom. You work with his sister? I don't work with her. But like I see her in the hospital. She's like, a, she's a, I think she's a physical therapist. Oh, wow. See her in the hallways. Yeah. Noah's like, it's like schedule is always busy also. But maybe that'll change now that he works for Uber. Um, Hopefully, I mean tops. I, I I won't throw you on the top, even though I could, because you're not me. Um, no, but that, that's a that's a given. So Anton, it's not exciting, but he he would go. There's there's no doubt in my mind, Anton would go. Um, although the only thing is, like that weekend is right around his anniversary every year. Uh, so maybe he might be a little challenged by that. I don't know if he would let that stop him or not. I think he would. I think he would eschew anniversary in favor of fantasy football draft. So I think Anton would would go. I think Fuse would go also. Um, he's not far from New York. He can drive or fly. I think he would not miss this opportunity. And I, to his credit, like I believe he's the type of person that like does stuff and doesn't just like talk about it and like never do it. Like I, I bet Fuse would go. Yeah. Um, and I will throw Priest as my third because I think he tried to organize it one year. Okay. I have Priest as my top top. Yep. I totally think that he would commit and do it for that very same reason. And I just think like Priest values these kinds of like uh, social gatherings. Like I don't, I don't know Priest like too, too well. Like I think I overlap with him for like one year, but I just get the sense that he'd show up. Um, I've got four here that I really like. Um, I'm going to go with you, obviously. Yeah. I'm Okay. Good. You would be 100%. I know that. Um, and with all due respect to Anton, I'm going to give the nod to CB from like a proximity standpoint. I think CB, like in the same in the same vein as Priest, really values this, and I feel like CB would make every effort possible. Anton, I would expect you to be here, but I just think like CB's presence here would be more impressive from a um, traveling standpoint, proximity standpoint. So Priest, CB, and Narf as my top three to attend the live draft, most likely. I don't disagree with CB. I, I, I was close to putting him. I just gave that nod to others just based off travel location. Yeah. I just think, I, I feel like CB would be here, and I think he gets the nod just because of the proximity thing. And he's like, he's from Boston, so like he can use his excuse to go home and visit family or whatever and go to Maine for a weekend. Like, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's, is it going to happen, Yoni? Is it going to... When do you think I should send... When do you think I should make like the next... Um, now! The... Now! Okay, 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 okay. I will, I will. Like there's... There's like two... So there's two weekends that we can do it. The, the other option, depending on how desperate we get, is just like actually draft earlier in August, but that just sucks for the draft. Yeah, that sucks. Um, this year, ne- next year it would be... There's actually maybe like three weekends even like 
The 19th, 20th, 26th, 27th, and then Labor Day weekend, the third, fourth, the second, third. Yeah, but the 19th, you're, you're going to be three weeks out from football. It's like the second week of camp. It's too early. Yeah, so 26th, 27th, or second, third of September. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how everyone organized their lives. Like, it, like weddings and shit, I, I understand you wouldn't skip a wedding for this. Like, sectionals, whatever. But, like, if you, if you put these dates on your calendar now... You can like actively not schedule anything optional during those weekends. Right. Okay. I'll send out a. Uh, I'll send a survey monkey. Uh, or do I don't care how you do it. You'll you'll figure doodle, out. Doodle, doodle, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, good podcast. Thank you, North. Likewise, I'll be back. We'll do it again. All right. See you, Yoni. Take care, buddy.